back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. Sean, and... how's your week been? <laughs> uh, it's funny. Busy. Very busy. Um, as I told you, it is Monday, and I already have overtime for the week. How's your week? Oh, not not that stressful. Uh, just doing some stuff. But, let me tell you one thing I did. I pondered one of the mysteries of life. Okay. And this mystery is, why why do we love Nick Cage? <laughs> why? Look, look. Look, I, Listen, I, I understand. I, I understand getting hooked by like raising Arizona. I, I, I get it, but what yeah. is this mad mystery that is Nick Cage? So, what what brought this up was that Nick Cage is one of those people, one of those actors who is kind of you know he's kind of one of us. He like collects comics. He has like a million dollar. Amazing. His son is named Kal-El. Uh, is, he took the name Cage from Luke Cage. His name is actually Nicholas Coppola. Um, but, you know, here lately, not that good of a movie streak. You know, he's taking movies to do well, this and that. And then suddenly, uh, he gets critical acclaim for a movie that came out uh, like a month ago. And now he's back on He's back on game. Yeah. This guy's and, and crazy. He's gonna he's gonna play Spider Man Noir in the upcoming Spider Man into the universe or into the Spider Verse. What is it about Nick Cage? I mean, because well, he's been one of those actors. So my Nick Cage, my Nick Cage. Yeah. Give me your top be... three. Give me your top three. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now let's do it. Top three. Yeah. Give me your top three, Nick Cage. They're they're going to be completely different than yours. So here we go. That'll it, be cool. Con Air. Put, yeah. put the bunny back in the box. Um, right. um, the Rock. And... Yes. And I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to have to say kick-ass. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay, cool. I, I'm so glad you said kick-ass because that would have been my fourth, and I just wanted you to put it on the list. Because it is a great one. I I love him as Big Daddy, dude. That that is one that I I one hundred percent agree with. Um, and, and thanks for picking up the other two, dude. The Rock, that is that is one of my firsts. That is one of my introductions to Nick Cage. And thank goodness it was done with Sean Connery. I mean it. Absolutely incredible. That the cast of that movie is really good for it being a cheesy, typical, very easily followed action movie. Well, and I think it's you know, fun. It, it it it's that magic madcap combo of you know an actor like Nick Cage plus the synergy of Michael Bay and and uh, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer production company. I mean, it's yeah. like that's the same. That's almost like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's uh, you know a little hint of Armageddon there. It, I don't know. There, there's just something compelling about Nick Cage. He's ugly as sin. I mean, he looks. I I don't know. I just hey, don't know. He's funny. Hey, did, did He's you ever funny? Like, did you ever have to watch City of Angels? I. I own City of Angels. I like that movie. I'm sorry. Hey, you I realize do. you're even, saying that into a recording. Yes, right? I do. You know, even in, <laughs> in the arms of an angel. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. There's some performances in there I like, but 
you know, uh, gummit. why is Nick Cage compelling? I mean, because Con Air is great as well, dude. And, and and see, when you said ours were going to be different, I'm perfectly fine with that because I have not a single problem with any movie that you named off. Those would all be on my lists of movies I love by Nicolas Cage. Here's the deal. He is a train wreck, but some train wrecks are spectacular to watch. You're just like this Please shoot this thing in 4K, 120 frames a second. I want to watch every single second of it. Well, okay. And then, and then, and then, other Nick Cage movies are just a pure, utter garbage train wreck. And guess what? All train wrecks are fun to watch. But what are your three, though? Okay, my three. Thank goodness you said your three because that lightens the load on me to choose another three. And I'm going to go with, <clears throat> let's see, I, I've got the list here. I uh, we, We're going to say Gone in 60 Seconds. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gone in 60, yes, that, Gone in 60 Seconds. That's such a fun seconds. movie. Oh, man, the cast of that one is just so much fun. I absolutely love Gone in 60 Seconds. Let's go with, you said, mm, oh, there's so many good ones, dude. I, uh... I'm gonna uh, go with uh, I'm gonna go with something that not uh, not everybody liked. Uh, I liked Lord of War. Uh, uh, I thought, actually, I've actually heard that was really good. I, I thought him and Jared Leto did a great job together. Um, and I've never I, seen. I own that one. You know that he gets movies that are critical acclaim. Like I've heard Matchstick Men is amazing. That that is very good movie. Um, but it's not going to make my three because what do i want to pick for my third good night well dude. i had a, like, I, seriously i've got to say this one i've got to say this one let's go with leaving las vegas right but i've got to say this one i i switched out one of my three for uh, honorable mention um national treasure is a great movie it, it, it is a really it is. solid adventure fun mystery movie and it just happens to star nick cage it, that that's true. I mean, that's the thing. He's very versatile in his ability. Uh, he, like I said, he's fun to watch. When when he is on point, he's amazing. He's like he's like some kind of sports athlete that can go from doing one of the greatest games you've ever watched to just throw in nine interceptions the very next game. <laughs> For, I don't know why, but it made me think of John McEnroe. Why is that? <laughs> well, because that's the way, yeah. It, you may get to see him throw a racket and bean somebody in the head and have a straight-up five-minute cursing match, but then you turn around, and here's one of the greatest tennis matches you've ever watched in your life, and you're like, I like I said, he's a train wreck. You can't stop watching accidentally you know i i think nick cage is great um if you want to know what's wrong with him uh i think you can youtube it uh it's all because he bought a cursed house in georgia all of his tax problems all his stolen comics dude it's all because he bought this cursed house in georgia that sounds I'm, awesome I'm, I'm telling you it it is is a good one to watch so where are you at on like raising arizona i mean that that's 
probably the first. And, and you know what? If Raising Arizona is on – here's why I didn't say it. Do you remember growing up, there was that short time on TBS where Raising Arizona played like every other week? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. seriously, every other week was Raising Arizona for like a year and a half, I swear. I, I seen Raising Arizona so many times. I knew it by heart. It's not in my top three. It's a great movie. It's fun. Yeah, Very entertaining. It's, it's more, it's a Coen Brothers film, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that it's one of the first Coen Brothers films I ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I was just bewildered by by the force of nature that is Nick Cage because, of course, you also get the other side of Nick Cage. You get the Ghost Rider movies. You get Next and Waiting or what whatever the knowing. other knowing. yeah Knowing the one that was exactly oh. like Next and then the the one where he's the Ghost Rider in the car but he's not the Ghost Rider. Um, I don't know. You know, oh, it's that just, Drive Angry? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> drive Angry? I've never seen it. I just totally guessed it. I was like, oh, he's dead? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, like he has to protect his daughter from, like, Satan or something. And he has it possessed... I don't know. I don't know! I haven't seen it. I just know it's... He makes bad movies. He made, he remade uh, The Wicker Man. Ah, oh, not the peas! Not the peas! Hides well, on my face! this. Here's the thing. We just named off a bunch of stuff, good and bad, about Nick Cage, right? Mm-hmm. According to IMDb, he has eight movies in post-production right now. <laughs> That's awesome! Eight. Eight movies in post-production, dude. Well, that one that just came out, and God bless me, I cannot remember it, uh, got, got really good acclaim. And, and there was the one where him and the mom, like, so some sort of virus makes the parents want to kill the children. Right. Have you heard? Have you heard of that one? I've heard of this. Yeah, I've yeah, and this. it yeah. stars Nick Cage. I, I I heard that was actually really good with him in it. I'll have to check that one out. All right, man. What else do we have this week? So, we got some more Avengers news. Um, okay. So, did you like Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One? Uh, look, uh, you know, I could, I could give you my. I, I don't care, man. She was okay. I'm not, I just, I'm not gonna, I am I'm not late, gonna be... I am late to this podcast because I just watched Doctor Strange again. I loved it. Loved it. That's awesome. Ancient One is coming back. There's, for... there's, she's coming back. Tilda Swinton. For the Avengers Flashback? 4, yes. Um, that Probably time travel. Um, now, there was another actor they said was coming back, and it was um, uh, uh, the guy who plays Crossbones. Oh, okay. Uh, but Hooray. now he he did state that it's going to be a flashback scene, but Aww. of course, see, now... I could I could have Crossbones back, like bring him back. I I was actually a little sad when he died. Brock Rumlow and uh, the actor I can't remember the actor's name, uh, but I liked him. Like he was great in the pur- in the Purge movie that he was in, and he did a couple things for Netflix. Uh, I I liked him a lot. Um. I'm Gosh, I really, you know that uh, Feige said that we are going to get a Avengers 4 trailer before the end of the year. Did not say yeah. when, but before the end of the year. I, I yeah. cannot wait to see what beautiful, destructive mess this thing is. Well, here's here's my uh, question. What, what, what movies 
are halfway big between now and then that it would be attached to. Do you think he would attach to uh, Into the Spider-Verse? Probably so. I think they're just going to drop it, though. I think it's too big for that. Oh, that's cool. All right. So, we also, speaking of Jerry Bruckheimer, um, mm-hmm. reports are flying that Disney plans to reboot the Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise with the writers of Deadpool. Yeah, maybe uh, without Johnny Depp. That's fine. That's fine. Ah, really? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I I enjoyed the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. Trilogy. And and let me just. It it could have been two, and I would have been just fine. That third one was a little like. You're already pushing your luck. That that yeah, they just... suffered. They suffered the Matrix problem there again. They didn't expect expect it to be that big. Um, well, and, and, and that's the thing. Like when I was reading about this reboot, they were saying, "Oh, they're probably going to recast this and recast that." I think you should. I think you should push it uh, into a totally different direction. Uh, you got the Deadpool writers. I think you do a dark movie with a little bit of comedy, some dark humor in it. Uh, I, I don't think you need a family-friendly, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow riding the top of the mast as his ship sinks, you know, and he steps right on to the pier. No, I, I want to see something crazy. I want to see something good. Like, like you want wipe wanted- the cast, wipe the cast, bring it back, and give me a dark pirate to the Caribbean. Film. An honest to goodness, like straight faced pirate movie, just told yes. well. Yes. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Captain yes. J- Captain Jack Sparrow is is uh, you know. No, you don't have to make mm. him silly. Make him make him bad. Make him like make, make him a badass. I don't. Mm. Ah, I don't know. I don't, that's a scary. That is a scary prospect to take a franchise. Because I mean, no. Pirates of the Caribbean franchise isn't Pirates of well, the Caribbean. It's well, the Captain Jack Sparrow franchise. I mean, that's well, what you're here, selling. Here's the thing: you're, they're wanting to pull people to the theater, uh, and this is me personally. I'd love to know what other people think as well. You go ahead and reboot that, and the trailer looks exactly the same as the other five or six or 17 movies that we have that are meh, you know, besides the original two, you give me a trailer that looks even similar to those. I ain't going. I really uh, don't. I'm, la- I'm, 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 Did you I'm see the going. last one? Cause it was pretty no. good. Yeah, it was good. My, my, my care level isn't there. Uh, I have uh, no care level. I, uh, I know that's probably me and I'll get yelled at for it by, by the internet. But yes, Yes, I don't know. care. I don't care. Like it just I wasn't there for it. It wasn't dragging me in. Oh well it's easy to say you don't care, Sean. I mean I don't care. Blah. Well, I mean it is easy when you don't though, uh, right? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Speaking well, of me... things we don't care about, let's let's talk about something I know Sean does do... care about. I do care about this. Oh, yeah, I was I was excited for you when I saw this. It looks like they're doing a Bill Hicks biopic film uh, by Richard Linklater, the director of Boyhood. Freaking Richard Richard Linklater is such a huge Bill Hicks fan. Like I knew this when when I seen his name, I was like, he's a huge Bill Hicks fan. Like uh, I, I just this isn't a have you seen it? But to people listening, if you are not familiar. 
with the comedy works of Bill Hicks. And you don't mind somebody telling you exactly how it is, exactly how it is in the most brutal band-aid ripping in your face way. You don't mind that? Then check out Bill Hicks because my well, hands my favorite comedian, my favorite comedian. Well, Sean, of why all don't time. you what is it you like so much about Bill Hicks? Now, I, we've, for years, um, you know, a, a, in the time I got to know Sean, right around uh, Bill Hicks and Tool and all that stuff coming out was when our relationship was developing, and yeah. I knew you were a huge fan. What, what, what brought you to Bill Hicks? Well... I mean, in all honesty, until I until I discovered him, uh, was Tool, because Tool and Maynard was friends with Bill Hicks, and if you're a big Tool fan, you'll know that there's clippets of Bill Hicks comedy uh, throughout the Anima Tool album, and I heard those, and I was like, "Who is this guy? These these clips are pretty friggin' funny," and I had to go and you know dig through the papers on the inside the CD case. And I found that it was Bill Hicks. So I started looking up Bill Hicks stuff. I found his comedy and absolutely loved it. This, this man, I, I think we would have got along very well together if we could have stood to be in the same room with each other. He, he doesn't like, he didn't like people. And, and when people weren't like him, he he didn't have problems expressing himself and the way he felt. He 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 wasn't trying to be offensive or hurt anybody's feelings. He was just very blunt and truthful with the way he was and the way his comedy is. That that's how I see Bill Hicks. Uh, hands down, one of my one of my favorite comedians of all time. Just so good, so good, and. Uh, you know, he uh, he he was a big he was a big smoker and uh, he bur- and he, he been, burned he burned bright and yeah, uh, he, burned he, out he, quick. Her, mm-hmm. Yeah, he burned very bright. Um, you know, he he enjoyed life. Uh, he probably took part in a few too many extras, and uh, be that what it may, he he got pancreatic cancer and passed away at thirty two. So yeah. Um, but but when you posted this and uh, I I seen it in the show notes I I'd seen it posted uh, I think a week or so ago I'd seen something go by and I knew Richard Linkletter was attached to this I, I was just in so happy so happy so if you don't know who Bill Hicks is I I suggest looking him up uh, YouTube his stuff look it up on YouTube you'll you'll love it if you don't love it. I want to know. I want to know what you think of it uh, if you're listening. Love it, hate it, what? Let me know. You know, and and I I did want to talk about this a little bit because, you know, Bill Hicks is one of those comedians, like, my, like, the way I like comedy is I like comedy to be funny. You know, comedy is kind of escapism for me. Not that I don't mind thinking or be intellectual, but I don't want to be... A big intellectual in my comedy, and he's one of those comedians that I don't think he's really joking. (laughs) I think he's just being, he's just pointing out stuff and laughing at it, and being quite mean to people 
a lot of the time. And well, I told you he was being truthful. <laughs> Sean, I'm I'm telling my side of this now. <laughs> well, he, I was just confirming his honesty the uh, whole time you were talking. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's nailing it. Yeah, um, you know, so I mean, I I didn't enjoy his comedy as much as as much as you did. Like he's he's yeah. very. Very blunt, very deadpan, very, I think it's funny, you don't, I don't care, you're an asshole. You know, you're that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I love this guy. So, not not quite not quite in my wheelhouse, but he is pretty dang daggum funny and has some very good points to, to what he says. If you like mm-hmm. intellectual thinking with a little comedy thrown in, he is right up your alley. Yes, do it, do it. So, we got some weird news. Um, so, Star Wars Extended Universe movies, we know we're in trouble. Um, they uh, confirmed that the Boba Fett movie is not happening. That it is dead. Yeah. Dead in the yeah. water. Yeah. And even today, which is even worse, we got some more news because it was going to involve all of the bounty hunters. It was going to be Boba Fett and Bosk, Dengar, IG-88, Forlom, and Zuckus. Like what? Why would you tell us that? Well, uh, they they did say that most of this stuff is going to be it, the the energy and the ideas yeah. and the synergy of of Disney is moving toward the Mandalorian. So yeah. uh, I I well, think I mean, I'm okay with that. I just yeah. think you know why why would you cut the legs out from underneath a Boba well, Fett movie? I mean, for the well, love because, of God, the biggest, well, the biggest character that everybody's always screaming for, and yet, and you do this specifically. Yes, there was a movie. Yes, it had everything you wanted. We're not doing it. Well, Jesus. I mean, I mean I, here, here's what I'll say. Uh, since uh, uh, to follow up Bill Hicks, I would much rather the future of my Star Wars be in the hands of John Favreau than to have Kathleen Kennedy anywhere near it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, let, let's stick with let's stick with Favreau and the Mandalorian and make it the best it can can be. Local hall. I actually had some local hall this week. I took the kids on a road trip and we visited a uh, flea market a little ways from here. Um, and I, I'm sorry, John Byrne is involved, so. <laughs> Who? More oh, John Byrne. I'm sorry. Uh, I was this? able to find uh, some X-Men, The Hidden Years, number one through six. I think I'm missing four. Um, and another Spider-Man chapter one, number eight. And this is nice. all the, the the 2000s era John Byrne working at Marvel, uh, which I'm excited to see what he's doing, the ideas that are going on with Marvel now. But... Uh, was, I haven't had any news on that. It just reminded me of it. And I also was able to pick up my first Marvel Treasury Edition. Now, Sean, are you familiar with what the Treasury Editions are? I, I do. I've seen a couple at cons that we've been to. You've pointed them out to me. Um, yeah. I know there's like an awesome-looking Spider-Man Treasury Edition that people collect, and then there's also uh, a Punisher that is a big one. Like, Isn't that his second appearance ever is in a Treasury Edition? Um, I'm not that sure. Um, I got a Fantastic Four Treasury Edition, huge. Ooh. I mean, these are like twelve magazine, you bigger, know, like actually. twelve by fifteen magazines. 
um, that are just, you know, uh, huge. They're absolutely yeah. huge. And uh, I got it for a good price. You know, it was under 10 bucks. And, That's awesome. Um, I, I like it. I'm, gl- I'm glad to have my first one. Now, of course, it doesn't fit anywhere. That's why these people never have these anymore. That's why they're so... Because they're yeah. so unusual. You just don't have space for them. They don't go on a bookshelf. They don't go on a regular shelf. Where do you Trust put me, these things? Trust me. My Batman Damned is just sitting here beside me because it won't fit in the box. <laughs> it's so, too big. It's too big to fit in the box. And um, I also did want to mention this week, I was able to pick up the new Transformers TCG. Uh trading card game yeah um sweet. pretty sweet the mechanics look pretty good they, uh, the cards actually have a transforming mechanic of course you just flip the card over what? um that's awesome yeah and uh kind of neat i'm gonna try to play a couple rounds with my son the you know you get a the starter is like 40 cards and 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 yeah they, but the neat thing about it is is that they have over the characters are oversized cards so you have all your your deck is regular size cards like magic and everything but then your character cards are oversized like note card size or actually a little bigger than that that's awesome you should you should set up your camera and an overhead view and record y'all playing a game. <laughs> and then there is also they've announced expansion decks where um, there's oh. even a Metroplex coming out, and the card oh. is absolutely it's like the size of a book. So so they've got you. You're hooked. You're on the hook. Well, I don't know about are, that. Are I don't gonna... know about that. I, I may collect the cards. Don't get me wrong. I know, that's what I'm saying. You're on the hook, man. Yeah, but they got odd size cards. You play it, but... Eh, eh. That's cool. The artwork is very good. Some of the artwork I've wanted to see in actual physical card form for a long time. They're, is they're it culling... uh, original or recycled? It is recycled. They're culling from uh, the, the... They had an online card game. Uh, yeah for a long time that had great art. Some of the great Transformers artists uh, that are working today did art for all of those cards. And then plus they are also uh, pulling uh, comic artwork and uh, other things like that, which there has been some fan outcry to to uh, give credit to those artists on, on the cards. That's pretty cool, man. But yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, that sounds neat, you know? Um Probably not something I'd get, but if I was over at your place, I'd definitely want to see them. Yeah, we just try to give it a try to give it a shot and play, and it's it's not that oh, hard. Um, dude, that's an idea. We should set up one of a couple of my cameras and then uh, record us playing a battle match or something. Be like, all right, here we go. Which I've never been. I've never been good at, at card games, so. Like magic, I never figured out. Like, oh, dude. Like, I may well, have just be- lost listenership because, of, like, you don't know how to do magic. Well, I kind of know how to do magic. It's just, yeah. uh, it bores the crap out of me. Ugh. I could, I'm, I'm pretty damn good at uh, wow the card game, and then uh, I, I freaking love. I know it's online. I love Hearthstone. Oh I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I I've, I've play played the, Hearthstone. I can play the crap out of some Hearthstone, man. Yeah, that's cool. But that's a, that's I, all I got this week. That's awesome. Um, I unfortunately have nothing. Sorry. Okay. 
Well, that's no problem. Sorry. Um, Sorry. I'm actually, Moving for Halloween, on. resurrecting a old category, Lost in Time. Sean, I wanted to talk about okay. some unsung video games. Video games you loved that nobody else ever played, ever had. Just you. You're the only one who had the game and loved it. I wanted to talk about a few. Um, Bionic Commando, okay. a lot of people did. I knew a couple of people that had Bionic Commando, but Bionic Commando was my fa- almost my favorite NES game of all time. It just really, really got me going. Um, loved that game. And, and they made a, um enhanced version for uh, the PS3. You can, you can get it on the store. It's like uh, Bionic Commando Rearmed. Great game. Uh, bump. Did you ever um, did you ever play Bump and Jump? Bump and Jump, no. Really, it was like a little Bump and Jump was like an RC car game, uh, just a racing game on Nintendo that was really fun, had really good mechanics and uh, uh, physics. And then one of the games I loved playing that I did not own, that nobody else like you could get. People Ooh. got rid of these copies. Hogan's Hogan. Alley. Loved it. Loved really? playing Hogan's Alley. The light gun, yes. Yeah. Loved Hogan's Alley. And I wish the light gun games worked with modern televisions, but they you could only use a CRT to play them. So. That is awesome. All right, all right. Being totally cold on this, but sitting here trying to think of games that like only uh, my family had... Uh, I, I think I could, I could pull off uh, a couple of them and we had a power pad and I freaking loved the power pad games with track and field with the Olympics, the Olympics, dude, I don't, I don't remember. Is that the one that came with it? There was another one that came with it. I think never had it. We, we loved power pad i know it wasn't that big and popular but for an entire summer trust me the power pad can be definitely entertaining um another one that stands out to me did you ever play section z oh oh my god yes oh dude that's my, a forever my and i loved it forever yeah. game yeah yeah my brother and i were like amazing at it like i ain't gonna lie it was one of those where it was like it was one of the few things I remember growing up where me and Josh were actually on the same page. Like, we freaking tore up some Section Z together. I know it sounds stupid. I know, yeah. I mean, you obviously, I could hear the disgust in your voice. It was definitely a very low-rated game. But uh, for some re- weird reason, we liked it. No, you were like savants. It's just like you're you keyed into it. You, you got yeah, it. yeah, for some weird reason. Um, those are the only two that popped up uh, out of my, you know, in my mind right off the bat. Uh, were I love that track and field on the power pad and Section Z were real fun. But uh, bump and jump, dude, that one sounds so familiar, but I just, I don't think I ever played it. I don't think I ever played it. Now, uh, dude. For have you seen it this week? For have you seen it this week? Let me... I I have not finished it. I have not. I have two episodes left. But as somebody that has watched the first eight episodes of The Haunting of Hill House, please, please watch this. 
please watch this show. I've heard several great things about this show. Rick, Rick I I am not lying. As a as a thirty eight year old man, there there was a scene in this movie where I was like, or in this show where I was like, oh my god, um, Michelle is literally hiding under the covers with nothing but her eyes sticking out and I'm trying to man up and I'm like, yeah, this is freaky. I'm like, I'm totally agreeing with her that it's so well done. There are, it is a, here, here's, here's the thing. It's a solid story. It is a great story. It is not, let me tell you, it is not the fastest paced story, but it, every, episode is giving you a piece of the puzzle please pay attention very carefully to every single piece of the puzzle there's not an episode that isn't important the the acting is straight up on point it is it is great there are scenes where you're like my god these people are gonna win some kind of awards there is there is editing and cinematography that is straight out of movies the cinematics are incredible the the ideas of certain camera shots the 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 things the way the camera moves during certain things going on in the show there's not to give anything away there's a, a scene where uh there's a decent amount of arguing going on in this group and everybody like it's a lot of jumbled talking but the camera starts going around in circles around the entire group and you pick up every single piece that you need to get. It is, it's just every episode is a treat. There was there was a point last night we were watching uh, one of the final episodes for the night, and there was about probably ten to twelve minutes left in the episode. And I looked at Michelle and I was like, I want this episode to end because I have an idea of what's coming next, like. You were in such anticipation for the next episode. It is, uh, I don't want to say right now. I haven't seen the ending, but right now, depending on how this thing goes, I, I might put it above Castle Rock for my for my streaming series of the year so far. Like, this is so good, man. Um, I it's ten episodes. Uh, we've been doing two or three a night. It, it won't take you long, and it is definitely, definitely worth it. I've heard. I've heard about the you got to look for all the hidden ghosts. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just you just watch the show and see what you can find. Oh my goodness, dude, it's terrifying. There's there's. I swear I had like, I psyched myself out. Like I was like, all right. We finished the episode because it was straight up like late at night, almost midnight. I got to be up at five in the morning. And I was like, okay, as soon as this episode's over, I got to go to sleep. And as soon as I went to sleep, I, I know I fell asleep quick because I was tired. But I, I'm not saying I dreamed about what happened in the show. But I, I woke up thinking, did I have a nightmare? Did I have bad dreams? Like one of those where you're like, I'm not sure. But th watching that show that late at night, that close to going to sleep, definitely had an effect. It is, it is a great show. Very well done. Very well done. Nice. Yeah, I've heard some really great things about this show. Um, I wanted to talk about Castlevania season. 
one for sure if you haven't seen it yes. you need to watch it uh oh. because i just finished season two and it was <gasps> amazing oh i'm so excited for you that's probably second to the next on my list um you know season one's only four episodes season two is eight episodes yes and if you're a castlevania fan wow did you do it in a night wow i, I did it in two days and okay wow there is just so much they did right uh it, it really it's well i I'm mean so excited so i'm so excited so not not to oversell it, but like Dracula mm-hmm. kind of gets Thanos in this, oh and I didn't God. and I didn't expect it. I really didn't yeah. expect it. Um, a lot of things with the with the protagonists I, I did expect, but yeah. there was a lot of things going on with the bad guys that was really good, and the the overall show was better. Because of it, can and I, love can, it. If I if I ask a question now, don't tell me if it if it's part of a spoiler. But what is Simon mentioned? Uh no, of course. Uh, Trevor is Simon's uh, grand right. grandfather. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't. I just didn't know. I just. Oh, I'm waiting on the the moment that you know. I'm hoping that they mention like maybe you just show Simon. Oh, this is Simon. Like. Ee- That'd be awesome. I am so excited. I'm so glad you liked season two, man. Um, you know, a- after we finish uh, Haunting on Hill House, uh, I think we've agreed that Daredevil will be next. And then after that will be Castlevania season two. Like, what a freaking... Did you hear what I just said? Like, man, we we are truly a spoiled little group of people like the, those of us that have yeah, i say middle but how many millions of people have netflix what a, what a special time to be a nerd to to love horror movies to love uh castlevania to to you know love the marvel items that we have like that is awesome i, I sometimes i'm in awe of what we can sit back and watch and uh it's just really cool. There's so much to watch. And that's what makes it awesome is there is so much. And you can only choose very little to watch, really. If you were to try to watch everything that was awesome, you'd you'd probably have more money than me because you wouldn't be working. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so there's just so much. I, I, I need more time to watch it all. Yeah, yeah. You need more time in the day. There's There's not enough time. It's so cool. So, are you going to take your family trick or treating? Like, I mean, we're expecting like heavy rains, like ninety percent chance of rain. Are y'all going? Uh, they move trick or treating to tomorrow night. You lucky, you lucky. They they started a poll in our neighborhood, and everybody was like, "Yeah, just keep it on Wednesday." Oh, my goodness. I just want to know, besides uh, Stephen King, besides Stephen King, besides John Carpenter, totally cold, I'm just asking you, what is one of your favorite horror films? 
And I know you're not a horror guy, so this is why I want to exclude it. I want to see, narrow it down. Is there anything besides a John Carpenter, besides a Stephen King, that that pulls the non-horror fan in? If you're going to nail me down to one thing... Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> I had the, the one... Okay, so there's not really one thing, but I can do. So I can no, no, no. I can do one thing. There was a time in my life where Channel 16 was the new, the the shiny, uh, new a new a new TV station happened in my lifetime. I was like, what? I was fascinated, and this TV station just had a hodgepodge of everything that I ended up loving. You know, uh, the Batman mm-hmm. sixty six, the Lost in Space, the Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, the, you know, all my cartoons were on this this Fox TV show. Um, on Saturdays they played all these sci fi movies, and and Sundays they had this uh, matinee at the Bijou or whatever it was, and play old movies. Well, one of the movies that ended up playing this time of year, and movie series and serials, was. The old 40s and 50s space horror movies. Mm. Uh, And my favorite of all time, which I've mentioned before that I've got on Criterion Edition that I introduced my son to, and he absolutely loved it, was The Blob. The Blob was all... That year I discovered it was my life. In the 80s when they remade The Blob, I was so excited. Yeah. What would you think of the remake? Um, it wasn't bad. It, it was a more of a special effects extravaganza than a than yeah. a story, but the special effects were really good. I mean, they really did a great job with with what they were doing. It, it's an do, it's an okay horror movie, but I mean, do you think it it could be pulled off again? Does it need the re reboot? I don't know that a modern audience could sit around for a non thinking something you can't reason or or emote with kind of i don't know i think they're pretty relatable to that eh, like well i mean what would you what would you compare it to i mean not like godzilla um you know a force of nature kind of you know because if Uh, you don't know the blob the blob is an alien just life form that has no intelligence or, or minimal intelligence it's just a mass of of pink acid to expand. Yeah, that expands it's, as it eats. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like playing that uh Japanese ball game only in real life and very slowly. <laughs> but uh um it, it, I think I think it'd be fun. You know, um it this has been probably 10 years ago, but they tried to remake uh The Fog. Right, with and Tom Welling, it, yeah. Yeah, with Tom Welling. And as much as I love Tom Welling and I'll say I Somebody save me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely need saved from the theater that night uh, watching that film. That was, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe the '80s was the late last time that a movie like The Blob could have been rebooted. But uh, I don't know. You, but but you, I definitely, I definitely show, share your love for The Blob. But greatly. you know, th- those movies are kind of in in the headspace of a of a 10 12 year old now i mean cuz that's that's what i that's that's the time i was watching those you know the old uh oh i can't remember the name of it but there was this i think it was like the monolith or whatever and there was these there was these rocks that like would they got wet would grow i mean like they grew to the size of skyscrapers and were falling down and they were you know moving 
toward this villa, this uh, uh, populated area, and you couldn't stop them, and it like rain was coming, and you know there are other movies like where this I can't remember the name of it, and I can't find where to stream and watch it, but there's like these aliens in caves that are nothing but like meat stalks with eyes and this is the time what yeah this is the time in the movies where they're making like them and and tarantula you know those those movies you know that that kind of era of of sci-fi you know all the aliens are are humans in shiny suits or 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 meat stalks or plants day of the triffids kind of listen and they all just wish they were attack of the killer tomatoes all right Dude, I would put those two up there. I, I freaking loved Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, first appearance of George Clooney. Of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And I loved the cartoon. I loved the cartoon. You would. I thought it was awesome. You would. You probably liked freaking Beetlejuice, too. I, I did like Beetlejuice. I liked Beetlejuice, too. <laughs> you tried to rip me, and then, yeah, backfired. I've almost bought that whole series like it's at Walmart. Dude, if Attack of the Killer Tomatoes was on a box set, I'd buy it. <laughs> I would, no doubt. Um, well, my friend, this is uh, this is the last one before good old Halloween, one of our favorite holidays. Uh, I, I'm excited, man. Um, do you have anything to add? Um, tell your son some ghost stories. Oh, dude, he he freaking loves ghost stories. Like, seriously, that's what he watches ghost hunters to go to sleep. I know. My my kid, I probably just earned negative parent points or whatever that is. I don't know. Did you mean to name your child John Wayne Gacy? I mean, what what are we doing over there? Wait, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Jesus Christ. Wait, am I doing this wrong? Yeah. Hold on. On social media, uh, if you want to look me up, I'm on Vero. That's where I'm most active. Uh, Sean Thomas, just look me up there. Come on over, please. I encourage you. I have done this for like... He dares you. How many weeks? I dare you. And Joel, thank you, Joel. Joel's out there. Ricky, Ricky's there. Uh, I believe Chris Vint made one. He made one. I'll give him that. He made one. He followed me. I think we said hi once. Come on. The rest of you, hop on Vero. It's fun. I know it's another social media and you don't want to do it. But if you don't want to do it, okay. I I ain't going to force you to do nothing. If you look for me on Twitter, it's at Maynard98. Ricky, where can they find you? You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. We're both Vero Verified. You can contact us at uh, NotSoSouthernGentleman at gmail.com. Wait, what was that again? NotSoSouthernGentleman at gmail.com. That's right. Send us emails. Do it. Like, we haven't got an email in the past couple of weeks. Listen. Y'all can't, can't all, the, the ones that regularly send emails, we thank you. Y'all are good. Some of you others better need to step up your game. You better do it. You better bring it, son. Bring it. All right, man. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. I'm not Sean. He's Ricky. If you didn't know that already. Have a good one. <laughs>